0: This is where women grow.
1: Welcome back, ladies, to the Girl Power Lions podcast. I'm your host, Molly Trotter Gomez. We are in for such a treat having Samantha Siemens on the show here with us. She is just such an abundant woman overall. I'm so happy to have her on the show. She has such a heart for the Lord. She helps people when it comes to her business, 1010 Social, um, expand their message on social media, really able to be seen uh, with their authentic voice. And she also has a community of her own, Abundant Women Co., where it helps women that love Jesus come together inside of the community. And she's also a part of the Girl Power Alliance family. So God is doing so much through her, but she has a way more extensive bio than that. So Sam, Welcome to the show. We would love to hear a little bit more about you and just what God's doing through you as we get started. Yeah. Thanks
2: Molly. I am so excited uh, to be on here. And so like Molly said, my name is Sam. I am um, the Sam side of Sam. Is I am a mom of four, a wife for like a bajillion years. Uh, maybe like 12. I have to ask him. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I live here outside of Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, my business is 1010 Social. Um, like Molly said, we love helping heart-centered entrepreneurs amplify their message in their brand using social media and doing it in a way that feels authentic to you and your life and your business. And then um, the Abundant Woman Collective is uh, sort of our my ministry right now. It's an Instagram. It's going to a podcast, um, which Molly, you will be on. <laughs> Um, but it is a place for women to, um, find community, seek the truth, read their Bible, biblical truth that they are not finding in today's world.
1: So I'm super excited to be here. Yes. I love that. There's just so many places where you can just have such a far reach. Right. And like it says in scripture, like you will like do greater things than I said Jesus. And it's like, when we think about what that really means, the first thing, honestly, that always comes to my mind is social media. So many people could see it for like it not being good, but I always love this. what good is it bringing out and for people like yourself that are helping people heart-centered entrepreneurs amplify their message or people who want to get those biblical truths out there because there's so much out there that is not true and our you know discernment our intuition the holy spirit right is like flaring Mm -hmm. up and like that's not right that's not right so let's start here i would love to be able to talk about you know when it comes to let's go with abundant women Collective you have a place for women to come and really be able to learn those biblical truths. Talk a little bit about what was your like motive behind that? What made you start a community like this? Because here yeah. at Girl Power Alliance, we love to collaborate. There's no competition in the kingdom. And for the ones that are listening, you know, what
2: made you want to start a community like that? Yeah, such a good question. So I, uh, in 2020 with all of the crazy, right. I failed in so many different levels of crazy, not just the big obvious one. Um, I felt, I kept continuing to felt silence and I kept being like, okay, if I speak the truth, this is so bad to admit, but if I speak truth, I'm going to get canceled and I have a business that provides for my family. Honestly, it was like this thing that just, but I am not afraid of a lot. So to have that sort of fear of cancellation, it just, it was this weird revelation to me. And then, so what I did was I just stopped. I spoke truth of course, in real life, and with friends and family, but online, on social media, I was like, okay, we're just going to just let everything settle was what I was thinking in my brain during that time. But then it just, this like righteous anger was like, no, this isn't true. This, the more things got louder in the world, the more my spirit was like, no, nope, bro, you need to speak up. Like now is not the time to stay silent. And, um, yeah. And so the Lord gave me, honestly, I went to this retreat and I put 10, on like, just, okay, I'm going to go to this retreat for this Jesus thing. I kept calling <laughs> Abundant Woman this Jesus thing. And I was like, there's something the Lord is stirring in me and I have no idea what it is, but I'm going to go and I'm going to pray and spend time and sit on a beach and just figure out, Lord, like, what do you have for me? Because things have just shifted, right? During that time so much. And so it was at that weekend that one, he gave me the name, the Abundant Woman Collective. Um, and we'll talk about like, we can talk about why in a second, but then also I kept it was a group of women. And I kept mentioning like, this is what I'm feeling. And that whole week, like, I feel like I'm silent and I feel like the truth and the Lord, not the Lord, but like his message is not being spoken. Instead it's being drowned out by all of the crazy. And all of these women were like, yeah, like me too. And, and I just remember feeling so affirmed in that. And, um, and one of the ladies there had sort of spoken over me, like you have a gift where you because you do I genuinely do love people all every type of person right and um, she had said you have a gift of speaking truth and like you could even say things that are kind of harsh but the way you say it and the relationship you build you you do it with such ease or something like that and I was like oh I do do that and it's because I genuinely care but like I also I don't want the words that I speak or the verses that I speak to ever like offend you because of me right or spoken in a harsh way or any of that. Um, (laughs) the Bible offends people enough on its own. I didn't want to contribute to that. And so anyways, that sort of word, I sort of like fasted and prayed and was like, okay, Lord, this is, this is cool. So it just started as an Instagram and just a place I, um, magically I'm kidding, not magically, but like miraculously the name, (laughs) the Instagram name was not taken all of those sort of things. The Lord was like, okay, this is for you. This is for you. And so it just started with honestly an Instagram, um, community and just a place to spread scripture. Um, we did a Bible study in the spring together and we went, um, through Instagram and then like the Haven app. And that was so great. And just women are in my inbox every day, hungry for the Lord and hungry for scripture. And, just wanting more community and actually like biblical truth, none of the other junk that's out there. <laughs> so it's an app right now, or it's an Instagram thing right now, but it'll be a we're pop. The Lord has challenged me again, Um, and we are going to start a podcast um, because it is called the Collective. So I want all of these women. My story is just the um story, and I want to feature all of these different women's different walks of life, all the things of how the Lord has worked in their life, and you know, testimony is huge. So I'm excited to hopefully get that going very soon here.
1: I love that. And it's so beautiful because it's like, when you have that aspect of, you know what, Lord, I'm just going to say yes. And I'm not really even sure like where this is going to go. He's going to do things through you that may not make sense, but it's all for his glory. And like you said, there hungry that are inside of that. Uh, inside of your DMs that are just like, give me more, give me more, because their spirit is yearning and they're like, I want to find truth. And we know when something's like off and not right, no matter if we're really in sync with the Holy Spirit or not, we can feel that. We can feel mm-hmm. there's a rub there. But when people find truth, it's like, oh yeah, like you have that overarching peace about it. So I love the fact that you're like, okay, we're just gonna dive in. Like you said, miraculously the name was available and it was there um but today like the theme here that just keeps coming up for me and we talked about this before the show is you know just saying yes and there's some big yeses that you've had in your life, this being one of them of really guiding people, okay, here's how I want to immerse people into God's truth with the Holy Spirit, partnering with him. But you have also had some big yeses in your life that have led to some, you know, huge pivots when it comes to, you know, where you live in business and different things like that. And so along that same vein, we had talked about how you had a big yes and a big faith leap and journey when it comes to a move that you recently had uh, out to Tennessee. And I'd love for you to share that because I feel like in this season, God is really searching for those who want to be obedient and they Mm -hmm. want to follow what he's asking them to do and saying yes is not going to be comfortable all the time. No, God's not here for our comfort. He's here to stretch us so he can use us. Right. And that's exactly what he's doing through you. So talk about that big yes. And just you know, first of all, what is
2: it? What did you have
1: to do? And then what did you
2: learn through it? Yeah, so good. So I was born, I'm not a Tennessee native, as you can tell probably from my lack of accent, but I um, was born and raised in the Bay Area. So I literally have lived within, when I got married, I moved maybe 10 minutes away. I've lived in my same community my entire life. My parents grew up there. Um, we had a church there. I've been going to the same church since I was like born, basically. We planted another church there. Um I was involved in the community for business and doing networking for events. Like I was very rooted. My husband, same way, grew up in um, Oakland, Berkeley, that area. Same thing. We grew up and were very rooted in this this community. And so, I actually just got a Facebook um, like memory that said it was five or six, five or six years ago. I had just posted something that was like, "Okay, babe, here's my wish. I want an acre." In some sort of like in the country with just me and the kids homeschooling crunchy mom, right? And that just popped up recently. And I just sat and like I cried, which I don't cry very often, but because I was like, okay, fast forward six years, here's Sam on an acre, crunchy, not that crunchy, but crunchy little homeschool mom. Like that, something that small little desire that was just a silly Facebook post is something that is what I'm living and walking out today, but it was not easy. So basically I grew up in this area, um, before 2020, we, it was just expensive y'all. It is expensive (laughs) to live there. And I got a lot of kids. And so we had just been talking like, okay, Matt was working in San Francisco. So he'd be gone two to three hours a day. I have little kids at home. Like, how do I make this work? Like we did not have kids. So my husband could be gone and not, you know, be with them. Like all of these factors. Um, and so we had sold our house and we're just waiting. Literally we were living in our church parsonage and we were just waiting because we didn't know what the next step was, but we knew that it wasn't something permanent in buying another house. Um, and then 2020 hit and so then we were kind of stuck in the parsonage for a little bit, this very tiny um house. But uh throughout that, I had been okay, backstory tiny bit. My business is named 1010, John 1010 abundant life. Right. So that is something that has always been a theme in my business, but this was different. I had been praying, Lord, please show me, I don't know what we're supposed to do. And so like, show me what it is. I think we want to move. I think all these places, the Idaho, Texas, Tennessee. Right. Um, and so we went to Texas and I did a scouting trip and came back and was like, nope, that that's not it. Um, looked into Idaho was like, no, that's not it. We went to Franklin. Um, a Nashville, Franklin area with my parents, came here, visited, came home and was missing this place. I had no connection to Franklin. I had no connection to Nashville. I don't know anyone here, like when we moved. And so it was basically coming from my home, something such deep rooted to, I don't know anyone in this area. I have no friends. I have no church, nothing. Right. So, but when I got home, I was like, Hey Lord, there's this longing. Like I miss this place. That I don't have any connection to. And so we just kept praying and we fasted. And um, the Lord revealed Ephesians 3:20, um, where he talks about like he wants immeasurably more, abundantly more for our life. And I was like, okay, Gord, that's great, but what does that mean? And so I had a coach at the time who gave me that word. I had someone pray over us that scripture, just all of these different connections. And I was like, Okay, like I think that means we just have to say yes, and he's gonna work it out. And so we did, we visited in September. Um, We decided we were going to move in October and we were here by January. So it was all super fast, really crazy ride. My husband um, quit his job. He had no job here for six months. Um, That was terrifying. (laughs) Um, My business sort of took the lead in the income way, but it had never done that before. So even that, like we have the The home, the culture, the thing that I grew up with, everything I knew, like that side of it. And then we had like, oh, finances. Like I didn't, my job, my business had to step up. My husband who has had the insurance and all the things, right. The financial security, we had to say yes to the unknown with that too. Um, Church planning. We left our church plant who I love so dearly and came here. Like every aspect was new and every aspect was such a stretch such so uncomfortable, but yet so, so good. Like the abundantly more that he talks about and how it's portrayed by just saying yes. And it was one big yes. And then like a bajillion little yeses, right. Because it's, it was one for moving and then for buying the tickets at the house and like all the things. Right. And so, but through that, the Lord has taught me so much about what it means to just say yes. And there's been some negative sides. Like there's, we put our kids in public school and realized, wait, this wasn't for us. And so now we homeschool. And that was really hard because your girl is running a business <laughs> trying to homeschool. So just, there was some other things that were super uncomfortable and very hard. So don't get it twisted where we think like saying yes to Jesus is like this happily ever after and the abundant life is super easy, but with him and like putting my entire trust, my children, my faith, my finances every aspect of our life was in that. Yes. And I knew because one, his word says so, (laughs) and two, because he loves me more than I can ever imagine that whatever it was that we were saying yes to. And he had for us was more than more than I could plan more than I can ask or imagine. Right. So, and then at some point it was just something we had to do. Like we were so convicted that like we have to say yes or else we're in disobedience and that's a whole nother conversation. So but it has been this amazing ride. And so I've learned so much through it. But then also it's brought out things like 1010 is amazing, but I've like niched down to serving heart-centered entrepreneurs and people who love what they do. I've We've created Abundant Women Collective. Like that never would have happened because it's so uncomfortable had I not already been so uncomfortable previously, right? So it all just has trailed and, and added on top of each other. <laughs> but it was a big yes.
1: Yeah. Now that's a huge yes. And it just goes to show like when you start saying yes to big things, which God has big yeses for all of us and a big yes for somebody might be like, they have to sell a beloved belonging and yours mm-hmm. is a big yes of moving across the country. I mean, the big part of it is not up to us, but what God's asking of you is what's up to you is like, how do you want to Approach that. Are you going to be in obedience? Or are you going to act out of fear? And so those are so many big things, Sam. And I think it's just such a great message because being able to say yes along the way, even when it doesn't make sense, like you said, you traveled to Nashville, Franklin, Tennessee area, you came home, you felt like, I just want to be there. Like I have a longing to be there. And it made no sense. Like God puts these desires in your heart on purpose. Now, as much as we want to see the whole staircase. He's only going to so give much. us break by bricks, step by step. Like that is it. And there's a reason why he does that because he wants you to have that bigger faith with him. And so it's just, it's constant work. You know, as a Christian, it's not going to be like, once I decide to follow Christ, oh, yay, cool. We're part of this. Amazing- it's all good. Yeah. It's, are you really living out for me? Because when we see the example in the gospels of how Jesus lived out, there was constant turmoil, constant, you know, just, you know, things colliding and it's just, what are you willing to do to be a part of that, that bigger collective? So I love that you shared that because there's women listening to this right now. I can guarantee it that are like, wow, that's a big yes. And God's just asking me to do this. What do I get to do to press into that? Because on the other side of those yeses, where there might be a little fear, a little anxiety, God has you. He's going to there next to you, he's not going to leave you. And so in that, you know, for the women that are listening, Sam, what can you tell them when it comes to their big yes, what kind of, you know, encouragement piece of advice that you've learned along your way of saying those big yeses, how can you encourage them today?
2: Yeah, my yes was big and crazy and whatnot, but it also came from small little yeses, right? So like your yes, like you said, is probably not moving across the country. Like it could be yes to the next job, yes to the next ministry opportunity. Yes. To trust in the Lord with your children. Yes. Like so many different yeses. Right. And in that simple, yes, I got a lot of no's. Like I think people think we're crazy and, (laughs) uh, and maybe we're, I don't know, but like we got a lot of objections. And so that was hard too. So just with your yes, saying yes, you're only saying yes to the Lord, I feel like is our only responsibility. Mm -hmm. And, We know that he loves us. We know that he cares for us. So we have to trust that whatever he has is better than what we have for ourselves. So it wasn't for us. It wasn't because of politics and, you know, all prices and all of that. Yes, that contributed to like our flesh side, but we left because he told us to. And so those yeses, if he's telling you to do something, then I would just encourage you to one, it might not make sense walking on water, didn't make sense. Our, you know, him dying on the cross for something <laughs> didn't make sense. Like things that Jesus, his miracles didn't make sense in our brain. And it could be the smallest thing that could lead to other yeses, the smallest. Yes. It doesn't have to be the grand show, but I would say like, honestly, press in, seek in, seek wise counsel, but also seek his face, like press in, read your Bible, get in the word, ask him, to show you like so many times, I think we forget that stuff. Like I just have to figure this out. And I did, girl, I made the checklist. I was like, okay, these are the pros. These are the cons, right? Like to make myself feel better. But what does the Lord have for me? What that is a prayer. What does the Lord have for me? What is he trying to show me or teach me through this? But then also, Lord, and we still pray this all the time because honestly, I don't know why we're here yet. Like, I don't know, like, why did you bring me all the way over here? Like, it's great. Thank you. But like, why? You know, I may never know. But also, we pray still to this day, Lord, open the doors that you have for me and slam, lock, shut, glue, anything that is not for you. Like, I only want to do what's in your will. And so I'm super like, I pray, I don't know, obvious prayers, like, don't, don't, let me walk through doors that I'm not supposed to be. And I only want your will for my life. And mm-hmm. so if you're facing that, then seek his face, seek his word, pray those prayers and then seek wise counsel. And I love people, but they are not first on our list. They were not the first thing we did because, and I have super, like my dad's a pastor. I have super wise people in my life, but like that, of course, someone's first reaction is going to be like, no, don't go. <laughs> like, that doesn't make sense. Why would you go? So. Yeah. That would be my encouragement. And then reach out. Like my DMs are always open. So I will pray with you, but have people pray with you through those seasons.
1: Yeah. That's so beautiful. And a couple of things that come to mind for that are number one, it's, we want to go to people so bad because when you have somebody in the flesh that can give you an answer right then and there, you're like, Oh yes. And you don't want to wait, you know, as a microwave mentality society, we want that answer like five seconds ago before we even needed it. But being able to press him, be like, hey, God, what do you have for me? And you you posed a lot of really great questions, like asking questions to gain wisdom. And I, I got that uh, revelation from somebody recently. It's like, you know, stop talking to God in statements and start asking questions so you can seek those revelations because yeah. in asking and being a student, right, you're going to be able to get revelations that you wouldn't have otherwise, because otherwise you're just kind of throwing your pride and your logic in there being like, God, this is what I need. He's like, I already know what you need. He probably chuckles <laughs> at us doing that. But it's like, ask me, you know, seek that wisdom. You know, wisdom is something that's so precious, more precious than gold and rubies, right? So I love that you're asking those questions and also, okay, Lord, glue this door shut. I don't want it. As much as maybe my flesh wants it. If you don't want that for me, if it's not of you, let's not do it. Um, But another thing that came up for me as we were sitting here, because on every podcast I sit here, I'm like, Lord, what do you want me to say? Holy Spirit, speak through me. What do you want me to go next? Like less of me, more of you. And he brought up an instance where, talk about moving, you actually helped me get some, I don't know if it was something you said or just being on a call with you, but it was actually specifically you, Sam, like a couple of weeks ago, we jumped on a call and um, my husband and I thought we were going to be moving from Southern California to Texas. And when we made that dis- for me to make that decision of moving out of California, which I love, I- was a huge decision. It took me a long time to be okay with that, or at least it felt like a long time. And then I was like, okay, I'm open. So then we go visit Texas, we come back. And then not even weeks later, after we get back from visiting, he shuts the door being like, nope, you're staying. And I was like, well, what was that for? It wasn't until months later, actually almost probably like a year later, you and I jump on this call. And for whatever reason, I don't know if it's something you said who you were being, maybe the situation you've gone through. I got this, you know, Holy spirit revelation saying it was about you being obedient. It wasn't about you moving to Texas. It was about you being obedient that if I called you to move, you would move. And you may not have understand why I did that. And it's not for you to understand right now, but it was about you being obedient. So it just kind of brings it full circle as far as how you're choosing to live out, Sam. You're still like, I don't even know why I'm in Tennessee, but God has you there for a reason is so huge. And then, you know, for whatever reason, why I got that revelation with you and not anybody else, not on my own, only God knows, but I'm grateful for that because it shows, yeah, our obedience is, is obviously so important. When you think of, you know, being a mother, you want to teach your kids obedience to obey you because you have that authority, right? That's just like what it is with God. We're his children. He has the authority. He wants us to obey because he knows what's best for us. Even when it doesn't make sense, even when you think, Oh, I can outsmart this or I know better you don't, you know, and you get pressed into that. So I just, I just want to say thank you for your obedience and just your courage for taking that huge leap, because it is hard, especially when you have backlash and people that are like speaking against it, you know, because whether it's their fear, their anxiety, their, you know, maybe they're not being obedient to what God's asking for them, but you are, it can always, you know, kind of pick and trigger, you know, and the Holy Spirit can get in there and convict people through your obedience might convict somebody else of them not being obedient where God's calling them. So I know there's so many different gems on this message and I'm so grateful we had it because just saying yes is so important, even when you, it doesn't make sense, but that's where you get a press and be like, okay, Lord, what do you say? What do you have for me? Why are we here? And it may take weeks, days, minutes, years until he answers that mm-hmm. until it's time. Um, but it's just amazing to see women that are living that out. And because of that, just the, I'm sure there's a lot of different abundant things that are happening in your life. So, um, before we end this today, I would love for you to share if you have any other, you know, final words of wisdom for the ladies that are listening to this, because your story is very powerful and your story is mentoring people that are literally listening to this right now, because those big yeses are not easy, but they're always going to be worth it. Cause God always has your best
2: interests at heart. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's okay. I didn't know that Molly. <laughs> um, Yeah, and I hope honestly, that is that is the power in testimony, right? That is the power in sharing how the Lord has used each of us and what we've walked through. And that is honestly why I'm so excited. This is my why it's my favorite thing to do these sort of things, because I to me it's just my story. Like it's just what we did. And it, and you mentioned like time. It wasn't a quick thing. Like we started talking about it three years prior and Mm -hmm. apparently posting on Facebook six years prior. So who knows? But I remember talking about it three years prior. And so in our microwave society, so oftentimes we're like, okay, I know if I seek my face, if I seek his face, I'll find it. Like the Bible says that, but he doesn't say like, read your Bible today and I will give you an answer tomorrow. That is so hard. So yes. my encouragement is to continue to press in until you have an answer and then continue to be faithful in whatever you're doing until you have that answer. Cause so many, like, I am so guilty of this and I have to correct myself but I'm like, oh, the next best thing or seeing the future, especially when you're praying for something that hasn't happened yet. I'm like, oh Lord, I'm praying for this move or praying to figure out what to do with my family. But like when we do that, sometimes we're not present with right now. So I do want to encourage y'all to y'all, you like that you guys to be <laughs> present in what you're doing and being faithful in what you're doing. We planted a church while we were praying for this. We um, stewarded our kid, you know, like we were still here while we're praying for there. And it is so hard, but to continue to press in for that. Um, and then, yeah, just find women to encourage and support and pray with you for that. Cause it's so important too. I love it. It's so good. And I've done that for a few of our guests, meaning you're
1: like, oh, I didn't know that I impacted you in that way. I'm telling you when you just like, give it up, you're like, okay, Lord, what do you want me to say? He's like, I want you to show them how they impacted your life. And when that's happened on a couple of guests, like live on this show, I'm just like, oh, so cool. They don't even know this yet. <laughs> yeah. um, but it just shows that, look, you were vulnerable and you shared your journey. Here's how you impacted me. And for everybody that's listening, there are probably, you know, one, two, 10 different people in your life, maybe that impacted you. Take the time to reach out to them. Let them know, like, look, yeah, thank you so much for who you are, what you've been doing, your stand that you're taking. This is how you've impacted me. When I get messages like that, Ladies, I'm like, oh my gosh, God, you are so good. Because sometimes you feel like you're just talking out to the wind. Yeah, I no idea where that's going. But if somebody really has impacted your life, if you're feeling that nudge. It's like, sow that seed, give that compliment, you know, or maybe it's that church, give that tithe, give that offering, pay it forward. Like yeah. people really do remember those things and they stick with them for a long time. So I wanted you to know that. And I'm like, I don't know if I told you this before, but we're going to do it right now. Um, but Sam, you're incredible. I love just the person that you are. And just like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, Sam is ingrained in all the things inside GPA. She is a power partner of ours. So everything that she gets to do when it comes to help heart-centered entrepreneurs magnify their message on social media, you can connect with her via 1010 Social. Um, if you're inside the membership, she's all up in the membership directory. You get a special discount for being a member. Um, if you're here listening, um, we're going to have everything in the show notes so you can connect with her because what she does professionally and what she does personally and through the ministry of just being the hands and feet of Jesus is so incredible because that's what God's calling us to do. He said, hey, and I've heard this so many times. God's just like, I'm doing a thing, a new thing mm-hmm. through marketplace ministry. There's a huge yeah. mission on that of people have so much church hurt, but we get to show them through what we get to do for a living. Whether you're an entrepreneur, a nine to five in corporate, whatever that is. You can still show up and treat people just like Christ treats people with love, with respect, no matter the differences. And you just exude love, Sam. So that's why I'm like, I cannot wait to have her on the show so women can just see the strong, resilient woman you are, the amazing mother you you are, wife you are, as you had to step up when your husband kind of had that gray area it just shows the strength and how God has had to work through you. And there's so much more to come. So thank you so much for just being the person that you are and coming on this show. And yeah, we're excited to have you inside the GPA family. And again, ladies, if you got value from this, take a little screenshot of this, you know, tag us on social media. You got my handle, Molly underscore Trotter. I'm going to put Sam's stuff all up in the bio or in the notes section. So you can have that because you never know if somebody needs to hear that message or somebody needs to hear this podcast, hear this story, because again, our story is meant to be mentorship to somebody else. And so is yours. What God's doing through you is so important. So thank you so much for coming on the show, Sam. Thank you. That was so fun. Yes. Awesome. All right, ladies, we'll see you next time. Bye, everyone.
0: You've got to love it when two powerhouses get together (laughs) like Samantha and Molly on that podcast. So good. Thank you to both of them. Hey, have you actually rated or reviewed our podcast yet? We want to invite you to do that and share it with other people. It's a great way to continue to share the goodness that's going on in this community with other people if you have not already done so. And I just have a question for you. Here we are. it's We're getting to the end of the year. We only have literally weeks left in 2022, heading into 2023. What are your goals? Are, do you have the goal of really expanding your reach, expanding your impact, and maybe even growing your income? If that is something that's on your radar, I want you to head over to girlpoweralliance.com and check us out. Because not only are we the premier place for Christian women's personal and professional development, we are also an opportunity where you can actually grow an income here. Yes, you heard it right. (laughs) You can get paid to grow inside of the Girl Power Alliance community. How amazing is that? We know the power of -of word-of-mouth marketing, and we are absolutely doubling down on it. We believe that God is redeeming the profession of network marketing right here through Girl Power Alliance. So we want to invite you to check us out girlpoweralliance.com or reach out to us on all the different social media platforms. Somebody will get back to you because we are waiting for you. We've actually been praying for you. You may not know that yet, but we have been looking for you and we cannot wait to have you be part of our amazing Girl Power Alliance community and family. So we can't wait. Did you know that Girl Power Alliance, this powerful community is the community where women grow?